you know, we could all use some encouragement. And I've got some good news for you. Welcome to 5 Minutes with Mark. Well, greetings, friends, and welcome back to 5 Minutes with Mark. Today, we're going to pick up the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, at verse 1. We're beginning a new chapter this week. And again, he began to teach by the sea. And a great multitude was gathered to him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables. We'll stop right there. Pretty interesting uh, how things have progressed. As you remember from last week in the end of chapter 3, Jesus has this conflict with first with the scribes and then with his own family. His family thinking that he's lost his mind. The scribes accusing him of being demon-possessed. And then you have his disciples, who he's in the house with, and the multitude. So this is the cast of characters that we have right now. Uh, the multitude is just kind of this entity. And I think one of the interesting things we see as we move ahead in the story is that the multitude has not been deterred by this conflict with the scribes. I mean, they're not unaware that the scribes, that the religious authority from Jerusalem is opposed to Jesus, that they don't, they don't like him. They're looking for something to depend on him, to get rid of him. They're pretty are worried about Jesus, and they're worried because this multitude is growing. In fact, by this point, the multitude is so large that Jesus needs a little bit of separation from them. They're pressing in on him, and he gets in the boat, and he sits right offshore and is able to teach them from sitting in the boat. So, a couple of really interesting little things before we move forward is that Jesus did need that separation. That the multitude, as they become more and more aggressive and more and more needy, they became a problem. But he still wants to teach them. And I think we see this in the world today, that you know Jesus is working very diligently. He's doing everything he can to get the message of the kingdom out. And yet the people are looking for something else. At this point, I think people are uh, jumping on the bandwagon that's in opposition to the religious authority because it's a failed authority at this point. They have lost their faith in their religious leaders and Jesus is offering something else, a different way. That's why the scribes are so worried about him, why the Pharisees are so against him because they see him as this growing political threat. And certainly he was that. We also see the beginning of his teaching in parables. Then he taught them many things by parables. And yes, I stopped right in the middle of verse 2, if you're reading along, uh, because he's going to go into this parable that we're going to look at in the coming days. But what is a parable? Well, a parable is simply a, a short story that has a deeper meaning, right? I mean... Uh, we have fables and parables. 
Jesus uses things that are familiar, these familiar stories, familiar settings, familiar ideas, and he uses them to reveal deeper spiritual truths. And so that's his primary way of teaching the people, of revealing the truth. And for students of the parables, you know, uh, one of the reasons I think it's important to slow down and actually read the Gospels is to read these parables and really kind of think about them. Um, we see that Jesus is, he's presenting some very, very big ideas in very simple ways. And even as simple as the ideas are, many people aren't going to catch hold. They're not going to understand what he's talking about. Even his own disciples are going to struggle with some of these parables. Uh, and which is why the parable of the sower, which is why it comes right up here, is, is so important because it's the one parable where Jesus gives us the key. Jesus is going to teach us, hey, this is the parable. This is why I teach in parables. And then this is the meaning of the parable so that you can understand how to interpret the parables. Uh, that's the next several days, by the way. I just gave it away, but it's okay. You're probably going to read ahead anyway. So at this point in the game, Jesus is simply preparing himself for the next step in his ministry. He's established himself as the healer, as the miracle worker. Now he becomes the teacher. In Mark's gospel, he's going to go and begin teaching. And so this whole chapter 4 is Jesus beginning to unfold his teaching style and to begin to help us to understand what the mission really is. Jesus didn't come to heal as many people as he could before he was crucified. Jesus came to reveal the kingdom of God, to give us a new way of seeing reality, a new way of encountering and engaging with God the Father. And he's going to begin showing us that right here in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4. It's a really, really important, important moment. So, as we move forward, do we have ears to hear? That's going to be the next big question. And Jesus is sitting just offshore. He's not far away, but you can't quite reach him. And yet his words are still coming to us today. Here is the truth. Let me tell you about the kingdom of God. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. See you tomorrow. I hope you're enjoying this Bible study, this quick devotion. If you'd like more content, you'd like to know more about me and see more of the things that I'm doing, check out my website, theeclecticmonk.com. There you'll find out about my video vlog, my podcast, and a whole lot of other stuff. Hope you'll join me there. Thanks.